it's been amazing. I mean, I've got I've got a message that I was, a full message that I was going to bring, but we've run out of time in the most glorious way, and so I'm not bothered about shelving most of it. Uh, I'm just going to say a few words, really, just to explain what it is that we're doing. For those of you who are unfamiliar with baptism, or it's been a while since you've worked out what's going on, um, I want to explain it a little bit. Those stories, I could just listen to them all day. They are phenomenal. There is something so powerful about when we share what God has done in our hearts and in our lives. And it is, it is quite a task. It's really difficult to do it. Um, because the change that happens within us is, is so profound. It's sometimes hard to find ways to articulate it. And we feel like we're just scratching the surface every time we try and share what God has done in our lives. But what is true for each person here is there's something powerful that changed, right? There's a deep work that God has done in each of the six people that have just shared about their life stories. And I just find that phenomenal. It's a bit like Spider-Man. There's been a, there's been a few Spider-Man films recently. There's been the Amazing Spider-Man, and then a little bit earlier than that, there was just Spider-Man. Uh, and these are, are really good retellings of, of the Spider-Man story. And what happens is Peter Parker gets bitten by the red and blue spider. He goes to the genetic mutation place. Spider. Then he goes home, he feels really bad, so he goes up to his room and he falls asleep and he's shivering. Something profound is happening within him. And then he wakes up different. And out of habit, he goes to get his glasses and he puts his glasses on. And when he puts them on, the world is blurry. And when he takes them off, he's got perfect 20-20 vision. He's like, oh, what's going on? I'm different. And he takes them off and puts them aside. Then he catches himself in the mirror and he's all muscular. Whereas before he was kind of a bit weedy and a bit geeky, he's now like, And so you get to 
You get to know a, a strength and a grace at work in your life to overcome things that previously would have knocked you down. Addictions can fall away at this point when the Holy Spirit gets to work in your life and you get empowered. Sin patterns. Things that you don't like about yourself can drop away at this point. Because God empowers where before it was just your willpower and your natural ability. Now God is coming in alongside you and changing your makeup from the inside out to be able to overcome where before you were knocked down and put to shame. It's amazing. And then you get to try the cool stuff to do with the Christian life. Not firing webs out of your hands, but you do get to do other things. You get the cool stuff like prophecy and healing and miracles. And that's there. That's part of it. But then you get to do really cool stuff. Like love, joy, yeah. peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, self-control. These things are superhuman. Aren't they? Can you do all those things perfectly in your own strength? I can't. The, the ability to forgive people who are unforgivable, who have damaged you so badly you can never forgive power to forgive. That's the sort of stuff that actually matters in your life. And God empowers you to be able to live in a completely different way. I mean, it's a bit like being born again. Hang on, can you just say something about that in the Bible? You are going to see the kingdom of heaven. You have to be born again. I just want to share one verse. This is from John 3. Jesus said, I assure you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and the Spirit. Humans can reproduce only human life, but the Holy Spirit gives birth to spiritual life. So don't be surprised when I say you must be born again. What we're doing today is an outward witness of a new birth of the life of each person. There is a new spiritual life that has, has begun But it's, it's not enough just to have God at work in our lives as amazing as that is. We need to be born of the water and of the spirit. And water talks about baptism. That's what we're doing today. And baptism is an amazing public demonstration of what has gone on in the heart. It is aligning ourselves with Jesus in his death and resurrection. But it is saying also the old life has gone and a new life infused with God has begun. It's a massive public declaration of something profound and deep and real going on in the heart of a believer. And that is a tremendously powerful thing to do. So before we go any further, I just want to give everybody the opportunity to set out for Jesus tonight. To, to be
So whether you've been a Christian for many years and you've been baptized, uh, or whether you have only just been baptized or only just become a Christian, or if you are not a Christian yet and you're here supporting somebody else and you've just got questions, I want to invite you to stand. Because we're going to read this confession. And if you have no faith yet or you're finding your way in, just listen. Just listen to God through these words. And keep asking, keep seeking, keep knocking. For those of you who know who know who you are, and you know that you have God's spiritual DNA at work within you, just receive these words for yourselves. They'll become familiar. In 1980, a young man from Rwanda was forced by his tribe to either renounce Christ or face certain death. He refused to renounce Christ, and he was killed on the spot. The night before, he had written the following commitment, which was found in his room. I am part of the fellowship of the unashamed. The die has been cast. I have stepped over the line. The decision has been made. I am a disciple of Jesus Christ. I won't look back, let up, slow down, back away, or be still. My past is redeemed. My present makes sense. My future is secure. I am finished and done with low living, sight walking, smooth knees, colourless dreams, tamed vision, worldly talking, cheap giving and dwarf goals. My face is set. My gate is fast. My goal is heaven, my road is narrow, my way is rough, and my companions are few, but my guide is reliable and my mission is clear. I won't give up, shut up, or let up until I have stayed up, stored up, and prayed up for the cause of Jesus Christ. I must go till he comes, give till I drop, preach till everyone knows, work until he stops me. And when he comes for his own, he will have no trouble recognizing me, because my back will have been clear. Heavenly Father, thank you for the grace that you've given each of us to give our lives to you and to trust you as you lead us forward into all the things that you have for each of us. As your spirit is at work at the core of our being, informing us how to go forward. Lord, we give our lives to you again today, along with these six who are being baptized. We pray you deceive them.